like to welcome everybody to Tuesday night in the Champagne Room of Basement Podcast Studios. This is the Audible. He is Tim Strachan. Why do you get real low, like when you do that? Like it's like it's a nighttime radio call-in yeah. <laughs> love love talk show because that's how we do it in Forceville, son. That's the uncomfortable part, but no, it's good to be here. Thank you. He is t- Kevin Rucka. Way too hungover on a Tuesday from this Memorial Day weekend. <laughs> uh, then uh, that means you did it the right way. Thank you, sir. I he, believe you are right. He is Matt, the real deal, C-O-K-A, Pete Schwitty. Good to be back in the house, in the basement. It's always good to have you. I'm Ken Marangolo. This is The Audible. This is Off Season on the Brink. This is For Hogs Haven by us. To, to, it's like a love letter to Hogs Haven every Tuesday night in this basement. The guys like, even guys like Skins NJ, especially our Jay Gibbs POTUSes and our, I want to say WMD Skins fan. I think he's a Western Maryland Skins fan. And who can, who can forget Mick Redskin, um, who, who really put the Irish in our show uh, at the end of the day. Maybe a little Scottish at that. Um, we, did not have, we did not have I Hate Tonight. He was unable to join us. He... Has, is having dinner with his colleagues. I think um, we should all really question. What does that make us? I, I would love to, I just want to be like a fly on the wall at a place with I hate and his colleagues on a Tuesday night. He, ordered, he had swordfish. This is confirmed. And what else did he do? And he brought his own. This was a BYOTS, bring your own tartar sauce situation. There's so many ways. So many ways. Man, he's in. Dill, dill relish. Dill, dill relish. Okay. But I meant to take that statement. But yes, mayonnaise and dill relish will get the job done properly. I'm wondering if everyone was wearing jorts or just Chris. I mean, is this business casual? Is I, I wonder about the restaurant's policy on not having but allowing outside tartar sauce. I, but I, you know what? I also think I hate the kind of guy. He's not waiting for the BYOTS. He's just... He's just carrying. No, reach down he deep has, into those jorts, whip out he has the, a couple ounces of tartar. His right leg of his sweatpants pulled up to his knee. Yeah. That says, I'm There's holding so tartar sauce. Yeah. <clears throat> and it's for my colleagues. Uh, Gabe, a.k.a. Catalactica, has been doing some awesome stuff. Um, we've been going back and forth with the college blogs of uh, you know the sites that uh, write about the schools where our draft picks came from. So um, we're, we're going to have him on. And uh, ask him about, you know, I think he's almost through all, all ten of them. And uh, it was easy. I mean, he kind of took the easy way out because obviously two guys, same school. Um, but he thought it was getting off easy until he heard someone just uh, wax philosophic uh, about um, Josh, um, our, what, seventh or eighth round pick? Jenk, not Jenkins. Who, I can't pull the name. Holsey? Was it Holsey? I don't think it was Holsey. It, 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 it's just Harvey Clements. It, it came across to me how awesome it is for Gabe to get to talk to somebody for every single one of those late-round guys who thinks that they not only belong in the league, but that they'll be great. Well, oh, he we, wasn't shy. Yeah. yeah. And we got a lot of Joshes, but it had to be Josh Holsey or Josh Harvey Clements. Harvey Clements. Yeah, there's it was definitely Harvey Clements. We got a lot of Achilles and a lot of Joshes, and one Josh with an Achilles. So it gets confusing this time of year. It's not a lot happening for the Redskins or for football in general at this point in time on the sports calendar. 
So I don't know about you guys. I mean, unless you're following OTAs like with a microscope, which you have it to. It is the downtime. It, you, and you have to pay attention to OTAs just because it's the only thing going. It's right. uh, the it's the it's the glass of water in the desert. Um, and I love that teams are teams are fully on board. Not that they never were before, but other than seeing Josh Doxson at full strength, I mean, they're not getting much out of it, though. I mean, you're not going to be able to tell a whole lot about what Josh Allen can do during just OTAs. Someone survived. Uh, you no, know, that's some, not a knock some, on some him. Run it's through. just you know, it's not real. Hey, Josh Doxson made it through, made it through some whatever that was. Uh, and, you know, in, in four months, he, that's when it matters. Mm. Calisthenics went smoothly. Bag drills done properly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean. A lot of spillage on the water break, I noticed. But, you know, got ten rookies out there. I, I, so, takeaways from the OTAs. And I, I think we can dispense with the topic um, if we, for me, uh, I you know Josh obviously that he survived Health. three days yeah. of practice. You know, awesome, great for him. Uh, <laughs> so I, hope, I know, but only but for me, I love the competitive nature of Josh Norman led defense unit, defensive unit, and a Kirk Cousins and slash Jay Gruden led offensive unit. The story was that um, the defense was getting the better of the offense initially when they were do, you know kind of running after but each other. But that's normal. That's well, normal at this time, even at that level, because you still you have so much you have to implement on course. the offensive side. And, and new and receivers. Every, everybody's got to be moving in the exact same direction and on the same page for things to work. And you need repetitions for that. It's not a knock against defense, but a defensive player can make a big difference in one play. But it, they came back the second day, and Josh Norman said Jay Gruden and Kirk Cousins went to work. You know, and started, professionals. Started, yeah. And started getting a little bit you know, less vanilla and a little bit more... Uh, backyard and, um, you know, going deep on those guys. And, and I think – so, obviously, you expect the defense to be ahead of an offense early on. But for me, I think it comes back to the idea that Kirk Cousins' value to this organization is so much more than what he's doing during the season, even though that's a lot of it and even the mo- most of it. He, he is, he's a good enough player, and this isn't any surprise that I think he's in this tier of player, that he makes – like if our defense is better next year, it's going to be because they're battling him from now until then, and he's that he's that good where he's going to make the biggest difference in our defense. In, in my personal opinion, I mean, I I think he's that good. He he's going to make our defense. And and why why aren't we paying Kirk Cousins? We have some time. Yeah, we have some time. We got some we got time. a month and a half. Yep. Does it happen, T? No, well, just well, going back to your point real you, quick. No. About, them playing does it, does each other and making them better. That's what great teams though. do. I mean, look at the college level. The reason why the same teams are in it every single year is because they also have the best players playing against the best players at all times. Absolutely. You know, so, yeah, they are getting better. Why haven't we paid Kirk Cousins yet? No, no, I'm asking you, do we sign him before July 15th? No. I Matt, just don't think it's Matt, you say no? No, I think he gets tagged again. Kevin? I don't think we sign him, and I don't think he gets tagged again. He's definitely getting tagged again. I don't see it. And then things get really interesting because then moves do get made. I've gotten to the edge on this one. He's our quarterback this year. I'm excited about it. I don't see how something goes down. I've been checking my fuck, my, been checking my Twitter nonstop over and over, hoping for that, and he's laid out a few lines out there that have been misleading. So I just want to listen to Josh Norman quotes and proceed throughout the rest yeah. of the summer. We're tagging him. 
a third time, and it's going to be glorious. Mm, that's the Redskins hype machine speaking right there. Directly, hey, look, directly no, from Bruce I, Allen's unless, lips. I was saying unless it way before Redskins Bruce Allen give said him, it. Unless the Redskins give him the most he could actually ask for from anybody, I honestly don't think he wants to be here. Well, that's a whole different conversation. Yeah, I don't that. think it's a whole different conversation. I think well, that we can't is get into his mind. And I mean, he's been saying all the right things lately. He's come way. I'm not further saying that there isn't a chance. I'm just saying we're going to have to pay a hell of a lot of money to keep him here. It's got to be it's something that nobody else money. can offer, especially no one, San Francisco. No one else can offer him a place that he's been for six years. No one. No one else can offer him a head coach that and an organization that's officially, you know, when the money is behind it building an entire team around him. Um, I actually think what I think what you're saying, T, I think the, on the issue of the, how much of, of this whole thing is a, how much of this whole situation relies on that, on whether or not Kirk Cousins wants to be here or not. I will say I do think there were times, there have been times when he has probably thought, I, I can do better for this. I can do better than this for myself than here but I think it's an evolving situation and I think that I think that the amount of youth that we actually have on this team at this point in time and I think the talent that's that's in those ranks is enough to make a guy like Kirk Cousins want to stay I mean it's his team I'm on the side I'm way more so on the side of we don't want to pay him that much money because we don't believe he's the guy more so than he doesn't want to be here I think that has opened up recently here obviously how long do you want to be that guy sitting on that one-year deal how long do you not want to just have that you know the drama of it all just to go away you know what i mean we're all humans to not be on twitter being talked about every day about a contract that doesn't exist or a lifestyle or or another coach in another place how often do you want to wake up and read something different about yourself over and over and over well i was just saying we, we haven't even talked about kirk at all for the last two or three weeks. I mean, if his yeah. name came up, we were sure to just steer clear because it gets old. I, I and I'm not saying we should spend more time on him now, but I like that. I like that we haven't lived there. Um, we haven't. Here's another. Well, thankfully, we've had more to talk about. I mean, it, it, there, you know, we have had more to talk about, and, and that's it, a good thing. I'll give you another third. A third name. I worked on three names before the show, like three guys who I think, you know, are stories and thoughts and everything's kind of going up. And you, that's, ca- you came up with Kirk Cousins first. That's well done. No, Ken. Kirk Cousins was number three. <sighs> Josh Jackson was number two. My number one guy is Jay Gruden. I, I, we, we, and this isn't, again, something that we haven't talked about before, but um, time build, makes, makes our argument stronger. So he's the first coach that we um, gave an extension to. This is his Not first we. job. Snyder. We. Under Snyder. He's, he's the steward. With he's, Snyder. He That's a lot of people involved in one extension, too, I think. He, uh, he does our bidding. Um, he had, we, they're talking about not hiring a general manager, we, which I kind of respect in the sense that we, all, we know how this organization is run, so let's stop. Making, you know, let's stop making this fake storefront, you know, telling everyone this is how we do it, and that's not how we do it. And if Jay Gruden can become a powerful voice in the Redskins organization, I think that's a good thing for us and for our ability to, uh, you know, bring guys in. I think guys like, I think guys like him, and I think guys like playing for him. He's on full swag mode right now. He just got extended. 
He's dropped about 20 pounds, I notice. He's walking around with a little hop in his step. McLovin just said he was a tremendous talent evaluator. He's our shining star. He's our hope. He's our beacon. Uh, at this point, Jay he Gruden is. Is, is our guy. The only guy that can make sense of any of the stuff that happened all this summer in the front office. Beacon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, when you hired him, you, I was like, did they just hire the guy who just got charged in the butt-chugging incident in the fraternity down in North Carolina? Look, but I love no. the guy. I love him. Now he's, now he's the guy you want, you know, you want your daughter to marry. I mean that that's just he I think Kevin's right. I, I hate to generalize it. You know, a lot like, you know, in the NFL the, the the thing is, you know, some of these head coaches think they can take on more than they can and, and mo- more times than not it falls apart. I don't feel that here for some reason. Uh I think it's a big year for him, but I I have no problem with him taking on more of, of a role with this organization cuz like Kevin says He's got a little bit of a – he's hitting the meat of his career, right? This is what's going to define him as a coach from – This could be his spot out. for a decade. Yeah. Or, this or is two his, decades. This is his moment. And I think he's – like Kevin said, I think he's in a groove. He's got, he's got a little bit of a vibe about him right now. Yeah. Well, you know – again, you know how the operation runs. You know it's Snyder and Allen. And there's really no way you see that changing because you don't see them giving that up. So it becomes uh, – um, it becomes a question of who is the voice bouncing off of theirs. When it was McLovin's voice for the last couple of years bouncing off of theirs, that kind of worked until it didn't. Um, but it worked for it worked briefly. Um, if if it's Jake Rudin's voice, if that's the the secret ingredient that makes the whole thing just work, you know, because we're just not getting out of Bruce and Dan, we're never getting out of that. So. I want everyone to know that I'm not saying I think Jake Gruden should be like giving the keys to, to an NFL team, you know, Kit Kat and Caboodle. What I am saying is we have to find the guy that makes Bruce and Dan work. And I'm saying I think Jake Gruden might be that guy. I mean, break me off a piece of that Kit Kat bar. <laughs> I, I think he might be that guy also. I think he might, I, be, I think that he might be that guy. He, he used to look like he loved Kit Kats, but now he's in the swing of things. What man. about Caboodles? I'm not sure. I, I think you went a couple ways with that one, but I, I got excited about about two slivers of Kit Kat. Uh, all right, how about this? We were talking about a little pop culture stuff outside, and I, I just it just popped into my head. In I the think, green room. I think you're Jay Gruden. Uh, he just leaving the house today. I saw a tremendous movie, one of all of our favorites. I think uh, it struck me that Jay Gruden is our chief Martin Brody in the movie Jaws. He's got to deal with. Who I think Jaws is, Danny Boy. You think he's da- the JV squad? Shark. I think he's the shark. Now, now work with me. Right. He's terrorizing the people of the city. Now he also doesn't need to be present for it. When you see it's fifty bucks to park here, or the jersey costs nine thousand, he's not there. But da, 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 da. you he's know he's lurking. you know he's behind <laughs> it. He's lurking. It's 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 the ominousness of him terrorizing all of us. I mean, yeah, you you know <laughs> he is lurking. He's ready to rip the guts out of your favorite franchise at any second. You got Bruce Allen, Mayor Larry Vaughn. You know he's lying about being a boat attack. He's spinning everything to make that money to keep it going to generate everything happening. He's got a great town. beach town look. He does. He's got that swag too. He's got the suit. He's got the whole nine, the shiny shoes, Bahamas. the whole, the, just the whole Bruce Allen look going. I mean, wants everybody to go in the water despite the shark. Yeah, everybody he's essentially feeding the people of the town to <laughs> to, to the steward. The yeah, here you go. I mean, I think that's a great Bruce Allen role as Mayor Larry Vaughn. Uh, you know, of course, McLovin is Quint. 
I mean, the old, the old sailor, you know, he's, he gets paid a hefty sum to come in and do this job. He's not necessarily a part of the equation beforehand. And the guy loves, you know, he's an old, he's an old sailor. He loves to have a few cocktails out there and demanding a wage. And he got swallowed whole by the shark at the end. Uh, you know, kind of what happened around here. And, and old Matt Hooper, Richard Dreyfus as Kirk Cousins, you know, kind of the, uh, the young, knowledgeable oceanographer, but he's not ready to start drinking with the old salt. But guess what? It's like, why isn't anyone else seeing what I'm seeing? But Kirk Cousins, uh, or sorry, Matt Hooper, Matt Hooper. Now, wasn't he around at the end somehow? Didn't oh, he survive yeah. all of he this did. nonsense with the shark? So, yeah, I, I love Jay Gruden. That's Chief Brody, man. He's dealing with the shark. He's dealing with he's dealing with the mayor who's lying about the shark. He's got to he's got to actually take the shark on head on, and he's got to deal with Quint. He's got to deal with all these guys. And I think that's Jay Gruden's role. And I think, you know, I think Chief Brody was the main character and the guy that the story was about, aside from the animal in the water, the filthy, dirty animal with the six flags, tank top on, just. Swimming around all over the place. Just <laughs> the white, the uh, suntan look. Definitely. Know, just caked onto his nose. Definitely. Definitely. And the shark didn't work in production. You know, just the yeah. thought of the shark. You know, the man behind the curtain. The little teeny guy, not the Wizard of Oz. So you're saying we have to get Snyder to swallow a can of gasoline? And Jay Gruden's going to have to shoot that bad boy off the mast <laughs> wow. of a sinking ship. I was going to bring that part up, yeah. but then yeah. the shark keeps coming back. Because aren't we on like Jaws 20? Yeah, I just went back to one. And like Jaws 4, he went to the Bahamas and ate everyone on a banana boat. And that freaked me out for life. So, I like it. Like well, who's that's the actually not bad. Who's the, who's the canister that's well in the done. shark's mouth? I mean, and you just so happened to see that, sh- that movie today. It was on tonight. It's summertime. It's coming. You know, Jaws is all over the place. Summer analogy. horror movies. I appreciate that. I just don't want to give Snyder that much credit. Are you going to watch Baywatch, the movie? Of course I am. Absolutely. Who's not going to watch no. What? Explain to me why how, in that? God's name, you're why, not watching this movie. Why, 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 why am I going to argue this with you? Did you ever watch Baywatch? Of course. Then, then why would I go see The Rock? And oh, uh, you, don't, you don't have to go see it. I have two words for you. It comes out on two words. That's all I'm saying. I'm not going yeah, to the theater. I'm not, I'm not going, going to the theater, theater right? to watch no, this no movie. I may no go chance. to the theater. I may. For the right thing, like you wouldn't, you know. He wants to see The Rock on the big screen. Drink see? some beers in the car outside of the theater, and then go inside and watch Bay, oh, watch yeah. the movie. Yeah, I'm sure we'll just sit in T's van and chug a few beers before we go into the movie. What is exactly. going on here? That's not happening. <laughs> I, that, I, I, and maybe take a couple airplane bottles of you know Jack Daniels inside. Just you know, I think that's what it calls for. And then we got I got two words for you, T. No, if you, no, you if don't. you watch the commercial <laughs> and it says rated R, and you push pause, it says rated R for graphic. Nudity, and that is the one thing Baywatch has always lacked, just short of graphic nudity. Everything else was great. It's probably The Rock. Why would I go see that? You, you don't want to smell what he's cooking? You no. got to smell what The Rock is cooking. <laughs> I have no uh. interest to go see Baywatch with The Rock. And Zach Efron. Zac Efron, thank you. Yeah. You know I was searching for that. I, I will know you report are. back to this podcasting audience the day, the second we come why home would, from that why? theater, having watched Baywatch. Who the hell's gonna go watch Baywatch with you at the theater? Challenge accepted. <laughs> Challenge accepted, the, sir. The guy sitting to his right. Peach maybe. just Damn. raised his I'm actually, I'm actually pretty convinced that Challenge Megan achieved. and all of his kids would say no because you're not taking your little ones. No. So no, no, I don't think you can get your family to go. No, I'm not going to you, drink beers. I'm not. You just raised his hand. Said he wants to go with Ken. Maybe. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Make yeah. a of it. Don't you think it would be weird if my, and if my wife and kids yeah. were in your van with us while we drank beers outside the theater before, be before, before this movie? I think that would be a little weird. 
This is back gross. to Jaws and the Redskins. <laughs> Jaws and the Redskins. <laughs> I'm thinking we're, about we were talking about, about summer movies. Back. A little summer movie action no, for you, everybody. Not, not that summer kind of movie. <laughs> I'm watching Baywatch, and I'm probably watching it in the theater. Mm. Vinny Serrato. Jake the, Rudin the can of would be so me. upset with you right now. Vinny Serrato. Okay, so who who would be Hasselhoff on the Redskins? Will Compton. I mean, come on. Will we've Compton's all seen the headshots. The, the Hoff? <laughs> it's got to be somebody with... Dude, I don't know. He the hottest Redskin like a hundred times. <sighs> I mean, I, I, Kerrigan's a stiff. He's so little, though. He's like, he's too little to be the Hoff. Yeah. It's got to be someone bigger. He's too little to be the Hoff? Will Compton? Yes. Yeah. How big is, how big is Hasselhoff? He's 6'8". 6'8", 285. Michael. He's a giant. He fit into the tiniest car that spoke to him. (laughs) Will Compton is a monster compared to Hasselhoff. What are you talking about? All right, fine. Fine. But who is going to be Pamela Anderson? I mean. Okay. All right. Seriously. Jessica McLuhan just left town. Uh, So did her counterpart. McLovin. The hot. No. Rossini. (laughs) That's true. That's also and she possible. said it. I didn't say a damn thing. That is I true. I just happened to read up on my Twitters. You got to read your Twitters. Oh, man. All the Twitters. So, uh, who's, uh, I'm sure there's a Redskin. Erica Leniak. I was an Erica Leniak. Yasmin Bleef. We got a team full of gorgeous Redskinettes. We can fill these roles, no problem. The lovely ladies of Washington can, can do just fine out there in these swimsuits. Uh, I'm, I'm talking about, about the player equivalent. I know T hates this, but I'm, I'm talking about... The, the 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 hot girl in town. I mean, Kirk Cousins is Kirk Cousins Pamela Anderson, or is Kirk Cousins Yasmin Bleed? If Kirk Cousins is a woman, he walks down the street. Yeah. You are not doing a double take. Okay, fair. there you go. I mean, I, don't know I have I no idea where Ken's coming where from. Is this? Going with this, so I I, I, just, I can't afford. I can't. He contribute. doesn't either. I, I don't know how we go. You don't want to. Pre- you don't want to pretend that Kirk Daniel Cousins is a Snyder woman is and then judge him to, on a scale to, of one to ten. To Kirk Cousins is Pamela Anderson. What the hell are you talking about? Is Kirk I mean, Cousins every there's a, there's a hot there's a new hot girl of the moment in every situation. For the Washington Redskins, the new hot girl of the moment is uh, 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 maybe Zach Brown, maybe it's Jonathan Swearinger, Allen, bro. or Jonathan Allen. Although I, I, to me, Jonathan Allen, there's a little bit more substance to Jonathan Allen than a Pamela oh, Anderson. Oh, 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 oh. The other hot girls on Baywatch don't have any substance. <laughs> well, not the way Jonathan Allen drops substance. Hmm. Have you ever played Scrabble with Yasmin Bleeth? I didn't think so. I'm, she's so far above me if I want to tear. Well, who was the skinny chick that Hasselhoff ended up like marrying? She was the smart one on the show. Yeah. See, what was her name? Susan was her name. Susan on the show. Susan on the show. We have no idea. I have no idea where we've gotten. Are you talking about, I'm you not talking about, about, about Night Rider? I wasn't you allowed to watch. Rider? I was 22 years old. My mom would let me watch Baywatch. It was ridiculous. <laughs> I've now... You guys know she's strict? She is. And I respect the hell out of that. No, not about it. Um, all right. So let's close out on a story that's happening Please. right now. And it is of our running back, Matt Jones, who is wanting out. He wants. He's not reporting to voluntary workouts. He says he wants to be traded or released. The Redskins have said they're not releasing him. Um, I don't think anyone is going to trade for them when they think we're not going to keep him or that we're considering trading him. It's ridiculous. It's the equivalent of like a kid wanting to take his ball and go home, but he's not allowed to cross the street, so he's staying in the neighborhood. I was just going to say he tried to take his ball and go home, but he fumbled on the way out of town. (laughs) I mean, I was just going to say that, and, and and he did. 
He's in, the, he's in zero position of any strength. We ain't trading. We can do whatever we want. I mean, eventually we'll release him, I guess. I don't know why I would. I don't know what the negative would be to hang on. And when he's not going to get any more valuable between now and uh, well, yeah. the only way after he next would, season. And it's it's a it's a long shot. But like in preseason, somebody loses their starting running back and goes down, and then you got a guy who could be. I mean, there, that, there's there's a way you could use it. Yeah, he could bump up to that second role maybe on a team. You know, whatever. Somebody's sure. really desperate and needs somebody. I mean, I don't think he was horrible. and I just think what we were trying to do is pound with a big back, and he wasn't the guy. Well, yeah. Now we're going to pound with a couple big backs. We would have pounded with him as long as we possibly could, but he made it untenable. His best, the best thing he had going for him was that Jay Gruden was a young coach. Young coaches give you a longer leech. A veteran coach would have pulled him way before what happened happened. Bill Belichick wouldn't have stood for the first one once or twice. Um, and, you know, he, he, his chances is past here, I think, at this point. At this point, you have two guys Three. who have already proven – no, two guys oh. who have proven that they can do what you want Matt Jones to do. Okay, and Rob Kelly and now in P. Ryan. Well, Chris Thompson. Chris Thompson. But then Chris yeah. Thompson brings an, a, a different dimension that, that Matt Jones doesn't have, and mm-hmm. as does Keith Marshall, as does, you know, um, other, other guys that are – I mean, it, it, there's a Mac Brown running back, right? Is he still on the roster? Hell's yeah. yeah. Yep. So yeah. I mean, there's, we got we got guys. Um, it's a numbers thing at this point. But we, there, we didn't have guys like that behind Matt Jones, and that's why we stuck with him so long. And I personally stuck with him too long, and I can admit that because I did not see anyone behind him that was going to be more effective until he kept throwing it on the ground. Then it I, didn't matter to me. I just wanted someone that didn't want to throw it on the ground. I think he will. So his value is in his contract. Um, you know, he's he's still playing on a rookie year three. You know, year three. So he's got two more years um, of control. Uh, so he, you know, at a reasonable salary, and if someone was willing to give him a chance, their best way of getting him would probably be, you know, by trading us. Um, you would like to have a guy like that work out for you, being, you know, be on the on the sidelines, be available if someone gets hurt. Um, and I think the threat of that reality will make someone want to trade for him because. He's not a bad player. He's not a bad player, not. and I don't think we can afford. We might not be. Able, we might not be able to afford to cut him. He might be but our third or fourth string out. running back. By who? But, but at what? At what Rob spot? Kelly. Beat him out. I'm talking about RB three, RB four. You and know, Mac Brown can play special teams. He cannot, which gives him more value on and Sunday. Keith Marshall might be a guy you want to keep around for special teams. Keith Marshall is never going to play one down for us. Okay. I know. I don't disagree with you. I, I just can't. I know he's so fast. He didn't play. He didn't. He barely played. 13 games in high school. He, in college, he was hurt the whole time. He's already been hurt. I just, when, you, when you're that fast and that wound up, sometimes it doesn't work. He's out. on a roster for a reason, though. Yeah. I mean, speed. Yeah. yeah. He can play. And now you can keep him all the way to the final cut. You can go 90 all the way deep into August. So um, you'll be like seeing I said, these guys. You know, look, I can see a scenario where Matt Jones, you know, is being used mostly in the third and fourth games. You know, because we we don't want to use the other guys that we know are going to be our guys, and he does extremely well. And then somebody loses someone and goes, "Hey, we got this guy mm. who's better than an unproven." Yeah, hey, I thought he was a pretty good player for us. I just I, I think he was the pro. I think he 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 had a couple of spurts, a couple of like X factor plays that stood out. But his consistency was never there, and, and and at the end of the day, Rob Kelly had more consistency. 
Hey, it'd be cool to watch anyone running behind Brandon Sheriff on a on a on a screen up the sidelines with that athleticism. Exactly. Trent on on the other side, and and he benefited from that two years ago more so than anything he did last year. Adios, Matt Jones. It was good while it lasted. I'll tell you. It was, it's all right. You talk about consistency. I think uh, on Tuesday nights you get a consistent effort from the boys in the basement. I want to say thank you to Tim Strachan. Thank you. Matt Seal. Thank you, buddy. Kevin Ricca. The Baywatch Tower. Stop saying Baywatch. It, it's it's a real thing. The Rock. It's a real thing. The movie may be absolutely terrible. And Zach Efron. But it's a real thing in my life. Dreamy. Let's my be this. I'm Ken Marangolo. <laughs> Bathing suit season. And this was the Audible.